0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Um, we just got off the phone with some of our friends who covered the NFL. So I'm not gonna say breaking news, but let me and not even say sources. But right off the gate, let me say something about an LSU player who plays DB. It has come to my attention that Derek Stingley, the former five-star Baton Rouge native, if he is at uh, seven when the New York Giants were to select there's a very strong possibility that Derek Stingley is coming off the board at seven to the New York Giants. Now, um, this is fast moving. There's always a lot of chatter. You know, look, we'll be doing the three-hour companion show tomorrow night. We'll be releasing a lot of things that we're doing. Um, So that's going to be fun. You can stop by, come enjoy with us, come watch the draft with us tomorrow night. But literally just getting off the phone um, with someone who – um, covers the New York Giants, uh, gave me a ring about five minutes ago and broke that news on to me. So um, going to be fun, going to be interesting to see how um, how or if that transpires, but I-, I wouldn't mind Derek Stingley in New York as long as he goes to relatively a good team. Now, the Giants have been down, but it's better to be in uh, with the Giants – than maybe the Jets. Right? So something to monitor. But a good show in store for you tonight. Look, last night, after the show on Twitter Spaces, um, we spent about two and a half hours talking about quarterbacks. If you want to talk about quarterbacks, fine. We'll talk about quarterbacks. Put your put your opinions of the LSU quarterbacks. In the comments, then you want to talk about it, come in Twitter spaces, but you want to have the conversation. Let's have the stupid conversation. It's not a stupid conversation, but let's have the damn conversation. Uh, anyway, uh, Pooh Bear, you can come in the show, by the way, Zach is not with us tonight. Uh, so Pooh Bear, if you want to, I forgot to tell you, but if you want to come co-host or be our producer, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, but he's with the golden boot Pod. I see he's chiming in, uh, Twitterless Matt Trent joins us at seven thirty. So it's going to be fun to bring in Matt Trent. Um, the Twitterless Matt Trent at that to be joining us. We'll talk all things LSU with him, uh, at seven 30. Uh, we will do our draft update. We will talk the NFL draft. Um, I made two picks today with Billy. Believe- come here. Come on, come, come on. That little dude, boy. That little dude. Um, But I made two picks today for belief. Um, I do have some news that we'll be breaking here soon. Uh, AYS is ever so expanding. Um, So we'll be having some news soon. But if you missed it today, I gave some two picks on the Saints. Uh, We'll talk about the Saints draft board and conspiracy in sports. So jam-packed show for you tonight. I see a lot of people saying uh, uh, Rob Brujo, Blake Preston is wrong. I was with you. I I get you. Uh, Kenny Russell says that we're intense. I get you. Mark says Blake has fired up. Yeah, I'm a little fired up. Um, so Let's talk about it. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. You want to have the discussion? Let's have the discussion. Uh, KMC says Nussmeyer, Daniels, Brennan, in my opinion, fine with Jay or Garrett. I'm okay with that too. And we'll talk about that too. We'll talk about that too. Blaine Smith says it sources. Blaine Smith's got sources, y'all. Blaine Smith on Facebook says he heard Devin Booker may be back tomorrow against the Pelicans uh, against the Pelicans. Yeah. Blaine also says Mel Kiper coming on AYS tomorrow. Not a shot. Not a shot. But we do, We are attempting to. We have our co-hosts for tomorrow. I, I think you're gonna love them. Went to the same school as Brian Kelly. Good friends with Cole Tracy. Um. So we will bring on someone who knows and has covered and really likes Brian Kelly. Will be my co-host tomorrow. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Hashtag sources. So, yeah, I'm a little feisty tonight. You see that the, the hat is backwards. I'm wearing a teal shirt like it's Easter up in this thing. I mean, we we got a lot to talk about, y'all. We got a lot to get to. It's gonna be fun tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. Um, have a call in to my buddy Warren Sapp. Um, trying to bring Sappy on the show. Let's see if he'll stop by. All right, let's get started. Everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. There's so many of you on Facebook. Do us a favor, please do us a favor, hit the like, hit the share. Don't ask for much. All I ask from you is to hit that like and share, like, share, like, share, 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 like, 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 share. If you're on YouTube, don't uh, forget to subscribe there as well. Um, I will have some, I will, let me tell you this and I will be giving money away tomorrow too or attempting to give away money tomorrow. If we get to 10,000... 10,000 followers on Twitter by tomorrow, I'm giving somebody $500. I'm doing it again. So get us to 10,000 followers on Twitter. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, So we'll be trying to give some money away soon. So subscribe. If you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform, like subscribe, rate, review, like, subscribe, rate, review. We greatly appreciate it. So let's pay some bills and then we'll get started. Um, Alex asked when Memphis Spence come back. I talked to Memphis today for a good little while. Uh, He'll be back next week. He just got back from out of the country. So Memphis will be here with us next week. So I got to talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag though. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all of your sporting action. They're the number one source for all of your bets, get the live updates, live odds, live bets. You can do that all on betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE when you sign up. That's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, and get your 50% welcome deposit on your first order. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's pay some bills around this thing. Matt Trent in about 20 minutes. Let's talk some quarterbacks, y'all. We'll be right back. Stay tuned with us. Got a lot to talk about. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs Right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see him over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give him a call at 225 664 9992. 225 664 9992. Tell him your good friend, Play Graffino. Sit you on by. All right. So I got to say this. And listen, uh, we do have to talk to, and I'm going to try to get to it before Matt Trent uh, comes on here. I missed it. The Transformation Committee, I don't know if you guys saw this news today, but the Transformation Committee, no, not Transformers. Optimus Prime's not coming up in this thing. Um, It would appear that college athletics, there's not going to be a scholarship limit anymore moving forward. Um, We will try to talk about that, but I have a feeling. I have a feeling that I, on this quarterback debate that we're about to get in, hopefully (laughs) – Ho- hopefully I-, I don't know what happens with this quarterback debate but hopefully we can get to it uh, i'm sure we'll try to get to it uh at some point i'm going to try to get to it here tonight okay so listen if you missed it last night um there was a very strong debate about LSU and quarterbacks there's a lot of people in the twitter spaces i gave my thoughts other people gave their thoughts we even talked about in that twitter spaces last night the Since 2010, who has been the best quarterbacks in LSU's history? Or since then, right? So, who's been the best quarterback since 2010? Obviously, number one was Joe Burrow. But if you really start thinking about it, who's number two? The consensus from everybody, from looking at the wins, the stats, and everything going on, a lot of people made the compelling argument that if you really think about it, Max Johnson might be number two. Now, I thought that you should put Jarrett Lee and Jordan Jefferson up there. They did get to a national title. They did play for a national title. Uh, you, got, you don't have Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn's not in there in 2007. Uh, but other quarterbacks like Danny Etling is in that mix. Zach Mettenberger is in that mix. But the funny thing is that Max Johnson had more yards more, more touchdowns and fewer interceptions than Zach Mettenberger without Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Which leads me to say all this. Do you remember a season ago? Do you remember a season ago? And KMC's right. Wins and losses got a factor in it as well. I fully agree with that. We're talking just as a quarterback. I mean, Max Johnson really didn't have a lot of help with Ed, from Ed Ron. Not all of that was on Max Johnson. But do you remember a season ago when we talked about Miles uh, Max Johnson? How bad of a quarterback he was. But in 13 games, all the kid did was have 38 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And guys, in 13 starts, the kid had 38 touchdowns and seven interceptions. I don't, Newsflash. I don't know if you know this, but in a regular season of 13 games, that's pretty damn good. Which then sparked a debate about LSU's quarterback room now. Um, Let me say this. No matter what I say, no matter what way we go from it, no matter if I say Jane Daniels, Miles, Brennan, Garrett, Nussmeyer, Walker, Howard, no matter what I say, Somebody's going to come out of this show tonight and believe I'm pushing a narrative for some quarterback. Fine with it. I've grown to it. I, I, you know, earlier doing on, in, or, or early on, when I was doing shows like this, I would be like, "Well, what well, man, what are you talking about?" But I, I learned to kind of live with it. So to me right now, it doesn't really matter. Not, not really at all. But I do have to say this. There is a narrative being pushed against one of these quarterbacks. I don't care if you don't see it. I don't care what your opinion is. You need to come with bigger facts than him throwing 10 touchdowns and 10 interceptions for Jane Daniels from a season ago. When chaos and everything around Arizona State surrounding him, does Jane Daniels have a lot to work on as a passer? Yes. You know who else does? Garrett Nussmeyer. You know who else does? Miles Brennan, you know who else does Walker Howard. I will agree with you that of the four quarterbacks, Garrett is, I mean, Garrett, uh, Jaden is not the passers of those other guys. Doesn't mean he can't, he can't be. I think it's a really close race. But to say Jane Daniels is number one, trash. Number two, can't throw the ball. Number three, he's, he, he can't do this, he can't do that. You're ignorant to what you're watching. I hear it from LSU media. I hear it from LSU fans. You're pushing a narrative for whatever you want. I understand it. You got your guy. You like your guy. You want your guy to succeed. Sounds good. But go back and watch that spring game. Go back and watch the practices. When you have people wondering if Garrett Nussmeyer is going to is going to transfer after the spring game. Two Saturdays ago, Garrett Nussmeyer is throwing interceptions like they're hotcakes, and all of a sudden, the next week, the media is saying, oh, he might be. It's a three-man race. It's never been a three-man race. It's never going to be a three-man race. One of those guys is going to be cut out of all of this. It's going to be two. Garrett Nussmeyer, and here we go. Garrett Nussmeyer didn't play as good as you thought he did Saturday. Multiple times he took sacks on third down. Multiple times he put balls in, 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 in situations and in areas that should have and could have and will be intercepted in the future. Miles Brennan dumped the ball off like I don't even know how to explain it pump pa- uh, 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 dump off here, dump off there, dump off here, dump off there. The one long pass he threw almost got intercepted. Quite honestly, it should have been intercepted. Jaden Daniels missed a couple wide open passes. He's got to complete. At this level, he's got to complete those passes. He's got to. Here's some strength of those quarterbacks. Garrett Nussmeyer, whatever it is, that kid, from a swagger standpoint, has it whatever the swag is you know man i got that swag that polo down my back whatever that is that man's got it whether well, let me back up maybe he doesn't but he believes that he does in which all that really matters as a quarterback One of the people in Twitter spaces asked, he doesn't understand how one person can view one game and then disagree with the other. Because sometimes, guys, people don't know what they're really watching here. Garrett Nussmeyer hit Joe Fouché, the safety square in the chest. He's got to catch that ball for a pickoff. Carter the Power on Monday on this show broke his film that he broke down from the LSU spring game. Derek Davis should still be running from the pick six that Garrett Nussmeyer should have thrown. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. It's like, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You hate what ifs. But if you guys are going to come in Twitter spaces or in these comments and play the what if game, let's do it. Jane Daniels had four drops. He's got to be more accurate. There's no doubt about it. But I would rather Garrett Nussmeyer and Jane Daniels do what they did and go for broke than Miles Brennan dumping off passes to Jack Besh and Amari Goodwin when everything's on the line. Guys, he's playing for his future. He's playing to be a starter at LSU. He's playing to be a starter at LSU. I know my good buddy. Josh paid at 247. Late kick Josh. Talked about how he thinks it's Garrett Nussmeyer or Miles Brennan. I can't disagree with him more. Guys, I think Miles Brennan is on the outside looking in. You can't just dump passes. I, I would rather have Miles Brennan going 11 for 22 and start forcing the ball down the field, wanting to compete, wanting to beat QB1, wanting to take over like we saw from him a spring ago. Then dumping passes off here, dumping passes off there, dumping passes off here. The two longest passes he has is a pie pass to Jack Besh and a dump off to Amari Gubin where she takes, uh, takes it for 23. The touchdown's an interception, guys. He didn't play well. The three of nine, Jaden did not play well in the first half. As soon as he got accustomed, guys, he goes two of three, two touchdowns. The one drop for Jane Daniels there in the second half is a Kyron Lacey in the end zone missed touchdown. Jack Besh, I mean, Jack Besh, uh, Garrett Nutzmeyer had two passes that should have been taken to the house. If you're on this show and if you come in Twitter spaces and you haven't watched the spring game, do not debate me. I didn't watch the second half. But, like, I just know that, like, Garrett did better than everybody else. No, then you didn't watch the second half. Already seeing the conspiracy theories here. Jamie Campbell, Jaden Daniels is your starter. Is he? My, he's not my starter. He hasn't proven anything to me that he should start over Garrett Nussmeier. Nothing. Neither has Garrett Nussmeier proven to me that he should start over Jaden Daniels. The only thing that I'm confident in at the current moment is both of them have shown that they have done stuff better, better than what I've seen from Miles. The one thing that also I'm for certain, you got to find ways to get Jane Daniels on the field because of his legs. You do. Just got a text into the show right here looking at it. Blake gets pissed off and sassy when he wears his hat backwards. Sure do. Ask your mama. Come on, man. You want to talk about him? Let's go. Let's get to a couple of these comments. Matt Trent in about eight minutes. PCG says, do you really think Daniels can physically hold up in the SEC? Do you think Miles Brennan can? Do you think Garrett Nussmeyer can? See, this is the there's a difference in Jane Daniels' body size when he can run away from people. It's not Miles Brennan. It's not Miles Brennan sitting in the pocket at 180 pounds and he can't move. Yeah, I think he can hold up. Can he hold up in the SEC? Can he outrun dudes? Because he sure as hell did in some bowl games. Rooney says, co gonna go to fall? Why argue? I don't know what that means." Rooney also says, "QB talk is getting old." To be honest, well, Rooney, you don't have to be here, buddy. Um, Father A. Bear says, "There's no clear winner right now quarterback. It's senseless." to try to make a claim, but what's one thing for sure, BK is right where he wants to be. He's loving it, licking his chops. And I agree with Father Bear here. I fully agree. You have two schools of thought, right? You have two schools of thought. The one school of thought is to tell a guy that he's not going to be a starter, and he's not going to be the dude, a.k.a. what uh, Dave Aranda just did for uh, Buchanan, Tell the guy, hey man, you're not gonna be a starter, you better go in the portal. Or you let the guys come back and you battle it out. I don't think that there's a right and wrong answer for any of it. Actually, there isn't a right or wrong answer for any of it. So I Yeah. Uh Lloyd says your sarcasm and consent condescending tone. It's more than I can tolerate. Look how old uh, Lloyd is. This is my opinion and will be my last comment. Now go ahead with your bad self. By the way, educate all of those ignorant fans. Okay. Um, Lloyd, thank you for uh, everything you do for the the planet. I don't know what that is, but uh, thank you. Terry De La And, and let me tell you what this comment right here is necessarily symbolizing, is Lloyd's upset and pissed off that I'm not agreeing with the quarterback that he wants. The Gold Boot Podcast says next year will be interesting with Walker, Jade, and Nuss. And what's interesting here, guys, is the best quarterback that the most talented quarterback we're not even talking about. The most talented quarterback in that room is not even in the discussion. Now, I know we keep talking about Walker Howard taking a red shirt and this and that. If the kid can play, he can play. If the kid can play, he can play. If he wants to play, let him play. I get the injuries. I, I get all of that. But I, I, for, for, for me, the best quarterback we're not even discussing right now uh, Rooney sends us four ninety nine via super chat. Thank you, Rooney. Says didn't mean it towards the rant, Blake. Just the dudes arguing who is the starter. Lol. Nobody knows. QB comp or QB comp equals competition. I got you, bud. I got you. I feel you. <laughs> Dylan Smith coming off the top rope. He says Devonta Smith is built like a junior high high school student and won a Heisman <laughs> Trophy. This man said he's he's built. Uh, <laughs> he's built like baby Groot. I <laughs> right, I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. Shout out to Amy Louisiana. Shout out. Oh oh oh. The Warriors. Of a Louisiana. Oh, 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 oh. Andrea LeBlanc says they still have the rest of the summer to prove themselves. I agree with that, too. I agree with that. Um, But it's just funny to me listening spaces last night. This guy didn't do that. It's aggravating, bro. And... People are just going to believe what they want to believe. Jerome Harris says, "Do you think Miles is fully engaged in football?" Hell, let me be. Let me think about this comment for a minute. I was about to say, "Heck no," but I, I don't know, Jerome. I, I really don't. Look, I'm just going to tell you like it is. I really don't know. Doesn't feel that way to me, right? Like you're 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 competing to be QB one, right? Why do you keep dumping everything off in man-to-man coverage? Meanwhile, you have Garrett and Jaden out there trying to force the ball down the field to score touchdowns to become the starter. What did get? What Garrett Nussmeyer did what Miles Brennan should have done, right? Like Garrett Nussmeyer went out there and started forcing the ball down the field, and now everybody believes that he's the guy. Cool. Why is Miles dumping the ball off in the flat? Well, Blake, they didn't, have, they didn't have this coverage. Guys, the coverage was the same the entire game. The only time, and Brian Kelly kind of did a little fib, or maybe he didn't realize it, is post-game press conference, he said, oh, it was only man-to-man coverage. It's kind of bullshit because they ran a cover two down in the red zone. And it tripped Garrett up a little bit when they did that. And I guess uh, Brian Kelly figured it out or saw it and said, don't do that again. But, yes, what I told Carter the Power Bryant though, other night, the conspiracy theory I had about the quarterbacks, I still believe that. Uh, Chad Briscoe says, not only did Miles not look impressive uh, in the spring game, but he has yet to prove that he can stay healthy, nor has he proven he will make the off-the-field decisions necessary to be the starter. Anyone who says he's QB1 is a little naive. I agree. But y'all want to come up in them Twitter spaces and you want to talk that shit, you want to talk that shit? Tough. You better have the you better have the film to back that shit up. This can Jane Daniels stand? Uh, can Jane Daniels stand the SEC when uh, <laughs> when Devonta Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, looks like a a a, a weed smoking kid from junior high? Like remember the anorexic kid from junior high? Remember him? He looks, like, he looks like what Kevin Durant looked like in elementary school. Kevin Durant was six foot three in elementary school. That's what Devonta Smith looked like. Can he stay up in the SEC? What do you mean? You know what Devonta Smith did? He ran away from everybody. Yum! Bitch can't catch me! That's exactly what he did. Y'all stupid ass narrative, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, well, Blake Blake Rafino, you're gonna go to the message board. Blake Rafino said this. Y'all gotta stop with that shit, man. I know I'm spicy tonight. It's the teal shirt and backwards hat, and Twitterless Matt, uh, Matt Trent. <laughs> All right, is it 7:30 yet? All right, it is. All right, and I think we got Matt backstage. All right, cool. I do want to read this one though very quickly. Dylan Smith says those spaces be lit. Y'all going to come in there and come speak. It's a good time. No, they ain't going to speak. Ho-ass dudes. All right, let's pay some bills around this thing. Matt Trent around the corner. First question for Trent. Who's the quarterback? (laughs) He's going to tell me the same answer. Blake, shut up. I don't know. We'll figure it out in 12 seconds. All right, let's pay some bills. Matt Trent on the other side. Let's talk some LSU. UNO. Beat LSU baseball last night pretty handily. The fighting Blake Deans. Is Blake Dean making a push to be Southeastern's next head baseball coach? Uh-oh. We'll see. Let's pay these bills. Be right back. Go uh, go over to our, guys, our friends over at Gramco. Guys, the, the fruit berry, strawberry, watermelon, all those gummies. Absolutely fantastic. And don't forget our friends over at Manscaped. With the first pick in the NFL draft, Ball Saxonville has decided to pick Manscaped to stock up their Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have sponsored us and AYS to make sure that you do not get booed out of the bedroom just like NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Support us by heading over to Manscaped.com. That's Manscaped.com and use the exclusive code AYS at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's manscaped.com. Use that promo code AYS at checkout for 20% off plus that free shipping. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products ...that I just need to tell you about. First off is the wake and bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. All right, the man the man, look at that hat. Look at that shirt. I mean, original one, the Twitterless Matt Trent. But hold on, I got I got something for you. Ready? With the first pick in the AYS draft, I select you, Twitterless Matt Trent, my buddy. What's up, bro?
1: Of course, I, I have like the worst timing in the world. And when I logged on to this, the first thing I hear out of your mouth is, Jaden Daniels looks like that stoner kid in high school.
0: <laughs> Hold on. All Hold right. on. That's not what I said. I said Devonta Smith looks like Devontae, that stoner, okay, kid, okay. The stoner kid. Look, he looks like Baby Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy 2.
1: Look, man, I had a lot of stoner friends in high school and college and stuff. Don't know if any of them could have run a 4 three forty, but that's just me.
0: Uh, he looks like Kevin Durant in the third grade, meaning Devonta Smith.
1: God, you are!
0: I'm spicy are tonight.
1: one on today, yeah.
0: Twitter yeah. Spaces, bro. I, I know. I know. We're gonna figure I, it out.
1: I wouldn't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're gonna figure it out. Elon to the rescue. Elon is to the rescue. People are coming back. Matt, it's so crazy. People are coming back like left and right. It's like uh the Hulk when he snapped his fingers with the Infinity Stones. Everybody's coming back.
1: I I, I was joking around with somebody the other day. I was like, look. Joe Biden pardoned like almost a hundred people yesterday for the first for his like the first time in his presidency. Maybe I can get a look. Hey, Joey B, I'm I'm over here in in some sort of jail. I'm in some <laughs> sort of imprisonment. Why don't you throw a pardon my way? I'm I I feel like I'm fairly deserving, you know? I haven't committed a violent crime. I've threatened one.
0: <laughs> but I haven't.
1: Innocent until proven guilty.
0: Uh, first saying. off, I got the screenshot. It was about me. I didn't even do anything wrong.
1: Yeah. I'm. Look, I'm just saying. I didn't I didn't follow through with it. I just <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe communicated a threat.
0: Hey, maybe. I haven't
1: done that before.
0: But nevertheless, we're going to welcome you back with open arms. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Matt Trent from WBRZ is our guest. Matt. Look, I I don't know if the spring game helped LSU for any which way, but Garrett Nussmeyer did some good things. Miles Brennan, in my opinion, just kept dumping the ball off saying, hey, here here you go, bro, here you go. Jane Daniels was off early, but then came back strong in the second half. Matt, I I mean, they've proven nothing in that game.
1: Yeah, nothing. Like, it was funny because when I – like, I was there and watching it and – like from our view like people don't understand when when we're there and we're like shooting the game we only see the game through like like this lens you know like we see a very scoped out version of the game so i can't tell like from guys in the press box um
0: told you told you I told Ryan. you the Drake Williams <laughs> law firm. Damn it! Call the Drake Williams <laughs> law firm to get your Twitter back. I wanna I be. I wanna
1: be hitting up Ryan the next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, inside joke.
1: Inside uh, joke.
0: Uh, but continue.
1: Uh, but so like, and so like obviously like when you're in the press box or you're in the in the state stands, you get the aerial view. So you can see coverages, you can see line uh, lineups and, and alignments and stuff like that. So I was like, I saw the game, and, I was, and in my mind, I'm like, okay. Like, Jaden Daniels struggled with accuracy, struggled throwing the ball. His footwork looked, like, pretty subpar. Um, but he had a running touchdown. He had a passing touchdown. Miles looked like he had decent control of the football and of the offense. Um, Garrett Nussmeyer did his normal thing. You know, he's a, he's a wild stallion. You know, you never know what he's going to get. He's going to be really, really good or just kind of like, what the hell? And Walker Howard is a freshman. Okay, so that was that was just like my knee-jerk reaction. Then we get into um, the post-game presser with Brian Kelly, and he was like, yeah, I'm not like verbatim. He was like, yeah, we didn't – the quarterbacks didn't do anything to help their cause. We might have actually made it worse. And we were kind of like, well, what do you mean? He goes, guys, how many different coverages did you see today?
0: It was only – well, technically he lied. There were two, but yeah. 99.9% yeah, but- there was one.
1: Yeah, and, and we all were like, and everybody got silent. And he was like, it was like two. He goes, how many different fronts did you see? And and I think it was somebody in the front row it was like, one? He was like, yeah. He goes, guys, it was very basic today. So
0: wait a second. You mean people in the media didn't know what kind of covers they were running?
1: <laughs> and, like, I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, again, I, I can't tell what covers they're playing from my angle because I'm focused on the quarterback or whatever. And I was like – And immediately when he said that, I go, oh, if they were only playing very basic, you know, coverages, one or two different looks, and they still had this kind of output or lack thereof, that's not good. (laughs) No, it's
0: not. Especially, and if you go back, Matt, and you look at it. When look, if Garrett Nussmeyer were a quarterback in Alabama, he would be like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. OK, so I, I mean, he hits Joe Fusha in the chest. Derek Davis should have had a pick six. You go back and watch it. it. He Brian Kelly's right. Nobody separated themselves. Why we think that there's a QB one. I don't know. Here's the good thing, though. You don't have one for a minute. So now you can go through the entire summer. You can go through fall camp and figure out that problem. Maybe it's a good thing for LSU to have four on the roster.
1: Yeah, and I, and I like, I, I was trying to think. You didn't really see a whole lot of deep balls. You didn't see a whole lot of guys pushing it vertically, and you didn't see a whole lot of like accuracy. Like Jaden Daniels. Every time that I've gone out to practice and they've scrimmaged, Jaden Daniels has missed dudes by like five feet high okay and then like miles is normally fairly accurate you know i thought he did a a decent job with that but again if you came if you came out of the spring game and you were like oh yeah so-and-so's qb1 you did not watch the same spring game that everybody else agreed i'm just gonna tell you like i'm not i'm not ready to be like oh the the sky is falling armageddon lsu's not going to win a game next year like no we've got summer we've got fall camp to figure this out like the season opener is in september we have time but it's it's going to it's going to take that long like i think it's really going to take that long to get somebody even close to acclimated cuz i really thought jaden daniels would come out and do a lot and he just ran like he just, and look, offensive line needs work too. Like we we're, we're still back in that mold of offensive lineman that we were in last year. Um, cover, like blocking is just stressful to watch right now. Um, and, and a lot of that, you know, it was, was, you can, you can put a lot of that on why the quarterbacks didn't have a whole lot of success, but like it was and Brian Kelly, even admitted it, he was like, it was rough. It was rough to watch. And then, and then it's like, all right, well, how do you evaluate? Like, do you evaluate? Cause I thought the secondary played pretty well.
0: Uh Oh, I think we lost Matt Trent. Did they cut him? Did they cut him off? Damn. Did Twitter get Matt Trent again? Oh no. Oh no. All right. Well, Matt Trent is our guest. <laughs> oh no. Hopefully we can get Matt Trent back. Matt, if you can hear me, we can't hear you. Uh LG says Blake is in his head. Man, the O line looked pretty damn good. Uh I don't necessarily agree with Matt on that one. Um, uh, but we'll see. There he is. Can you hear me now? All right,
1: back. We back?
0: Yeah. Y- yes, we're back. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. But you know what you were just saying, Matt. That you don't know what to take from it. You know what's so wild when you go back and watch it and you talk about, like, the running? Dude, LSU ran for 303 net rushing yards. How wild is that?
1: Okay, so that's what I was going to get to is that if there's one positive takeaway from the quarterbacks playing very iffy is that all they've got to do is just turn around and give it to the running backs because – so, again – It's just crazy how, like, when you go out in spring ball and you see things at the start of spring ball and then you see the spring game, like, how different things are, obviously. So, like, we saw John Emery at the beginning of spring ball, and everyone wants to talk about he's back. He's eligible for as far as we know. But there were concerns about he looked a little bigger, and we didn't know if that bigger was good weight or if it was I haven't played football in a season weight, you know? So we were like, okay, we'll see how that goes. And Brian Kelly was talking about how great his work ethic has been. He's been, bro, I have never seen John Emory truck dudes. I know on Saturday. I know. We think of of John Emory coming out of Destrehan, running by people, a finesse back, agile is all get out. I have never seen John Emory run through dude. Even his best game, I think, what was it, 2019 against Vanderbilt, when he like scored two, a couple touchdowns. Yeah, and then from- the
0: Alabama long run. Right. right.
1: And, like, I, I don't know who that John Emery was, but I'll take that John Emery Saturday against anybody in the SEC. Armani Goodwin was running through dudes. Trey Bur- Williams was running. And I'm not talking about, like, we give dudes a shoulder. It was like the B-gap opens up, a linebacker comes in to fill, and it's pads on pads, and a dude's on his back, and we're doing the – Alan Iverson, Tyron Lue, stepping over. <laughs> and, and then and then we're and then as we're stepping over somebody, we're giving another linebacker, you know, a shot to the chest and then a safety like Josh Williams took like two or three dudes on at one time and was still standing. Right. Like in one of those runs. He like, took
0: on Mason on his first touchdown, he took on Mason Smith and Mason Smith lost.
1: Yes. And it was like I, I went back and and looked at the footage that I had And I I didn't even realize this in the moment, but I could hear myself going, oh, my God. Oh, 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 my God. Because it was like we've never seen like guys like John Emery challenge people like that. And Armani Goodwin's a short, stocky dude built kind of like Clyde Edwards-Elair, who had no problem challenging people.
0: Nope.
1: Ever seen that. And I don't know if that's a Denbrock thing. If that's a Brian Kelly thing, where they've wanted them to be more aggressive and take people on and be more like inside zone type runs, but bro,
0: that's a I Frank. Think. It's a Frank Wilson thing. You know, oh, look, I, I I said this the other night, man. I think it's so spot on what you're saying. Um, I love Kevin Falk to death. Always have, always will. There's a difference in being a fantastic Hall of Fame player. And there's a difference of being Frank Wilson as a coach, right? Like, those dudes those dudes were doing something. Matt, they were the most impressive unit Saturday. You can't take I it agree. away from them. I agree. And, I and agree. you know who else, Matt, we didn't really talk about? Trey Bradford. Remember, and look, to Orzron's credit, to Orgeron's credit, he kept talking about Bradford and talking about Bradford and talking about him. Like, we got to get him on the field. We got to get him on the field. We're like, shut up and do it. Yeah, and my God, Orsron was Orsron was right,
1: and and that is on and we and when I say we is like I, I'm speaking for like the media core. We did not talk about him hardly enough this spring. Like we we did not no. Ignore, and then like it, it was almost to the point where I showed up, um, and he broke that 30 yarder. I think it was like the sec was that the second half? Like yeah, second second
0: half. Second half.
1: He broke that 30-yarder, and I was like, oh my God, that's like that kind of looks like uh, Trey Bradford. And then he gets up, and I was like, holy— It no is.
0: Boy.
1: That was mm-hmm. him. Look, you've got those four dudes, uh, and again, we say this a thousand— I'll say it, time blue in the face. The spring game is no indication of what's going to happen come September. Agreed. Agre- you know, it is not. However, if you want to get excited about something regarding LSU— I think the two things after Saturday are the there's the defensive line and those running backs because they were about as dominant as you can get.
0: Uh, Matt Trent, WBRZ, is our guest. Uh, he will probably be getting Twitter soon uh, back again. Shout out to the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Um, Matt, one more football question I want to get to baseball because I'm, I'm starting to get a little pissed off by the fielding, and I, we'll get to that. Um, you talked about the DBs. Uh, I, They're not even fully healthy, right? Like Bernard Converse isn't there, Seven Banks isn't there, but he's coming from an injury. You know who else said that he was uh, back today? Major Burns says he's fully cleared. Uh, Matt, I'm going to put this on record. And you've been, uh, I, I know this is, I'm not going to try to translate baseball and football, but you play college athletics. Matt, they have five seniors at, at the defensive back position. Five. They're all starters. When you have that much seniority at one position group, it's going to pan out for you at some point. Uh, But they're struggling a little bit. Do you think their seniority there can help them from maybe a little bit of a depleted... They don't have the Derek Stingley. They don't have the Elias Ricks. But do you think that their seniority can help them, though?
1: Yeah, I think that's the only thing that's really in their favor right now because you've just got so many different guys. Because you look at that group, And it's a bunch of guys they got from the portal. It's Mm -hmm. a bunch of guys that have either been out or banged up. So there's not been like one continuous unit. There's not been like four or five dudes that have been working together and getting calls down and getting the communication right and stuff like that. Like it's a pretty bare bones group when it comes to chemistry. Like they they really don't have it right now. And I think that like, again, in the months to come, I, I think that'll help, um, but, yeah, like, getting a guy like Major Burns back and with all the talent that they got in the portal, it, it's got – again, it's just like we've said for the past two years with LSU, it's got the potential to be really, really good. You just got to put it together. You just got to somehow glue it and get it and then put it out in the field and hope that it's really, really successful.
0: Matt, I'm going to transition on you right quick. Um, you played college baseball. Um I gotta be honest. I'm trying to be calm. Okay. But you are at LSU. The simple fact that you can't field the ball, get it to your belt, set your feet, plant fire, and throw. I, Matt, I, I have no idea what's going on. Please help, please help me. Because from for me, as a 280 pound Bryce Fielder looking dude hitting nukes, okay, out of Franklinton High School. Um, That never happened, by the way. only hit one. Um, I I don't understand it. Can you please help me figure out what's going on with them in the field?
1: I watched a little bit of that game yesterday against UNO, and the thing that stuck out to me was that second inning with uh, the the Jordan – if I remember correctly, it was – a base hit and then they threw it into Jordan Thompson He's, or the, the play where he threw what I'm getting at the play that he threw to third and he he zoos it and the ball gets past third. Okay. Another run comes in. They, they find a way, and this has been the case all year. They tow that line between instinctive and a wild stallion. They, they and Jordan Thompson is the poster child for that. They ride that line so hard because like, I, I want to say it was two outs. Like, I, wa- I want to say it was, like, one or two outs in that situation.
0: Yeah, it was two outs. You,
1: you don't, like, don't, if, if he's dead to rights at third, if he's halfway down the line and he slips, make that throw. But it, it's just, like, one of these things It's like, what are you seeing? Like, don't try and make the superhero play when you just need to make the fundamental one. Like, if I, if, if, if in that instance, if you just eat it, you live to play another day, and you only get out of that with one run scored on that play instead of two. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like it's the it's the lack of awareness, and and just like stuff like that that's so hard to watch because Jordan Thompson's a really good shortstop. Like Jacob Berry is is a very serviceable guy in the field. He's not great, but I mean he's not like totally inept. It's just like. I just, I thought that's, that's a, that's terrible. <laughs> I, I saw that But like, you know what I'm saying? Like it just comes down to just being smart with the baseball. Like, I don't need to make these extra dumb throws. Like, that's why I loved Alex Malazzo so much when he was, um, when he's in the game and, and catching. How many times have you seen him? make like a dumb back pick to first and throw it in the right field when there's like a runner at second and third. How many times have you seen him like make ridiculous throws? Now he takes chances just like everybody else, but how many right. times who else, do you see him throw down to second after a pitch to try and, you know, pick off a dude at second? If he
0: does, there's a reason.
1: If he does, there's a reason or mm-hmm. it's been called or he's been made aware of something. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, stuff like that you just they don't understand that like just that when this when it starts to snowball they really don't know like they're just trying to i I really can't explain it it's so hard for me to verbalize because i watch it and i go there's some times where i'm like oh okay that makes sense like i understand why he did that but like yesterday jordan thompson just eat it just eat it You, you score one run and you go out there and you got a chance um to get out of it with just one run score instead of two was that the difference in the game? No, but like you don't know, and with momentum the way it is in games like that, that could have been huge. That could you just know you don't know, but like I'm with you, it's frustrating.
0: Matt, I don't think you bench him this weekend, and I think you're kind of far, far too far along.
1: Yeah, no, you don't you don't bench him, but I think there's got to be a conversation like Matt.
0: I, let me tell you something. I said Sunday night. On, I think on this show it was Sunday or Saturday. I bench him like if you Matt you can't keep having it happen right like there's got to be some there's got to be something that happens hey Matt you know how to fix it pull his ass yeah, right
1: and I understand that but like you've got to understand that there are certain guys that you can do that with because like a guy with Jordan Thompson who's a little bit erratic if you pull him you might make it worse the next time you pull it, put him in because he's going to try and prove himself
0: twice. Matt, it can't get much worse though, right? I,
1: I understand, but like there, there are guys like that that are so athletic and they know it and that's probably their biggest gift and their biggest curse is that they know they can make every throw and they know they can make every play, you know, depending on the circumstance. And when you pull a guy, he's going to sit and he's going to mull it over every single hour of every single day of every single game. And so when you put him in, he's going to be like, all right, I got to prove to coach that I, I can make big plays. And then he airmails one into the stands and two runs score. So it's definitely a person to person, a player to player basis. But I, I'm with, I think, I think they're, dude, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know because Jay Johnson will tell you like, We've done everything. We've tried everything. Well,
0: you've tried everything that you think you can do, Matt. I, I got to be honest. If you're if you're down, if you lose game one at Georgia, and you're down in game two, and if it's because of more fielding issues, pulling. All right, because at some point, look, I understand not pulling Jacob Berry when he's hitting three eighty two. Like, like I understand that. Put him anywhere. Hell, let him pitch. I if he's gonna hit three two, shit, let him do whatever. But at some point though, when you're only down a run and the game gets busted wide open, I I, I mean I I don't know. I, I I hate it for the kid. Let me tell you a funny story, Matt. I know that you'll laugh at this. So we had a kid that was playing. He kind of we we called him Yippie because brother he just had the yips. Quarterback, okay. Couldn't hit the bride side of the barn. Dude was the most t- athletic dude I've ever met in my life. So uh, his roommate, who was a wide receiver, takes him to his barber shop. The guy had a goatee, okay? The barber cuts his goatee off, had longer hair, gives him, like, a boosie fade. Bro never missed another pass, okay? It's small stuff like that. Like, shave off the goddamn mustache, okay? Like, <laughs> do whatever you got to do but, Matt, something's got to happen.
1: It's it's very it's very similar to – I thought that would make you
0: laugh really hard. I guess well, I was it's wrong. Funny,
1: you know, it's funny, and, and this is definitely going to be one of my get-off-my-lawn moments, but early in the season, I walked out and I saw, like, a couple of the LSU infielders, not going to name names, I saw a good portion of them taking infield in shirtless – with sleeveless
0: shirts.
1: It, I'm I'm just saying, and they weren't like sleeve like like they were the ones that you know like the Rock wears when he works out, like the very.
0: yeah, I do. You know, and
1: I'm like, okay, like that's that's like this is not individual work. This is like during practice. And
0: I like, I don't, Matt. I Matt, that drives me insane, dude. <laughs>
1: I'm like, nah, I, don't, nah, I don't know if, don't know if you, we should be doing
0: that. If he's playing in the six hole, I, I, look, I like Jordan. I like him. I, I do too. I really, really like him. But, buddy, he's got to get pulled. I'm sorry. All right, last one. Last one. We'll get you out of here. Um, hey, I, I know because of Twitter, but you're still in the news. You follow everything. Um, Ross Dellinger's story. It, it's kind of breaking today a little bit. The transformation portal. Or transformation agreement. Have you heard anything about that? Okay, Hopefully. basically, but basically, in a nutshell, f- football doesn't have scholarships, baseball doesn't have a limit on scholarships. If you can afford it, you can do it. Um, getting you off the cuff with that, if you have limited scholarships in college athletics, how dangerous is that? Baseball, I think, is fantastic unlimited scholar, unlimited scholarships. Well, let me not say unlimited scholarships, unlimited scholarships in recruiting, like meaning if other than baseball, but like, if you can get to the 85 and you got to recruit 32 kids to do it in one year, you do it. You don't have to stay at the 25. Uh, Baseball gets a third assistant coach. You can hire as many coaches as you want. There's no cap on that. Um, Matt, I think that this is Matt Mark Emmert trying to make his last push for his final legacy. He screwed over COVID. He's screwed over Portal. He's screwed over NIL. And he's trying to figure something out. Because the only thing he's done good in, in life is make his beautiful family and hire Nick Saban at LSU. It's the only thing he's done right. He doesn't eat soup right. He doesn't eat spaghetti right. He doesn't do anything right. He doesn't even know how to put cornbread in his red beans and rice. But that's what he's trying to do.
1: God. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? <laughs> God. Just 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 murdering Mark Emmer. He's Good. a oh. He's
0: horrible. Matt, he's horrible at his job. God, that was horrible. He's dead already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but like, okay, so like, my, oh god. <sighs> my, my thing is, is so I really don't like thinking about it. Like, I really don't have, I really don't have an opinion on that, yay or nay, except for baseball because college baseball specifically is the is the God's honest worst sport at sitting around wondering why they don't get the coverage that they deserve.
0: I agree with that.
1: Sit around and they wonder why the TV deals aren't like they are with football and basketball and why the coverage isn't as equal and why we can't grow the game to different fan bases and we can't get different generations of people to come watch college baseball. So they do everything everything that – they should do, but not supposed to, if that makes sense. So, right. You know, I remember um, Jack Leggett when he was at Clemson was big on like, okay, let's change the ball. All right, let's change. Um, I-, I think he was one of the ones that started. Let's change the bats. Okay, so we changed the ball, but then we got offensive numbers the way they are. And trust me, I pitched during the time with the old bats, and it was terrifying. It was terrifying. Like, right balls were hit the center field and i never saw them so, <laughs> like lower that the Do stealth
0: know? bats you remember the stealth bats like the blacking. What?
1: for the stealth bat i remember how they sounded <laughs> bat, right you know like i'm serious but like but you don't want to you don't want to give a third assistant coach a full-time position right you don't want to change the scholarships from 11.7 to whatever
0: but and i there, it's looking like, though, in that article, that's going to be erased. Meaning, like, you could have 17 scholarship guys and then a third assistant for, like, baseball. Like, so, for me,
1: though, and this is, this is not a knock on Title IX, but I know, like, specifically with baseball, the way it is at some schools, if you don't have a softball program, your program is aligned with another – tertiary sport like for us, we did not have softball so we did not have women's softball so we our sport that we were aligned with for that equal representation financial distribution was field hockey like you know we had we had
0: we had athletic women's frisbee golf Mm -hmm.
1: so like to this to this day the university of richmond does not have lights at pitfield really Dude does not have lights, so we were for the longest time we were like, "Oh well, we want lights." And so the our um, one of our famous alums, Sean Casey, shout out, big leaguer, all star, Cincinnati,
0: on, shout out.
1: Follow me on Twitter before I was banned. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like we he was like, "Yo, I, when when this coach gets out, like." X amount of years, I'll write you a check to do the lights. So well, that never happened. Brian Jordan is also a famous rich man along. Supposed to write a check. Well, couldn't do it because the donation would have to line up with field hockey and for them to get like equal, I mean, they would have to like sell out attendance for like 10 years straight. You know what I mean? So like, that's what I'm saying is like baseball is always that sport that get shafted in every single element of college athletics, when it comes down to like the little details of stuff.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. If they're okay, if but
1: it, it to, to me, to me that, especially now in this day and age with the cost of college, no matter where you go, like college is so expensive now. Like it's so state schools are, are climbing in price right, like, dude when i le- when I left the University of Richmond, it was like fifty grand to go to school there
0: for four <laughs> years you're talking about right, huh, for four years
1: per year, per
0: good googly moogly
1: that's. That's a lot of money. Dude.
0: Shout out, shout out, Southeastern that full ride.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, I had like, in terms of like my academic money and my athletic money, my senior year, like I got essentially a full scholarship. Uh huh. But like, dude, how does that happen? That baseball players can't get full scholarships.
0: Well, it's well, you, I, you're right. You're right. I, I don't know, but I think that they need to change it. They're gonna change it. Matt, they need a third, a paid third assistant coach. Matt, that, that is the worst. One. That's the worst one, Matt, Matt. They just had to play sports to make fifty-four million dollars in net returns from the SEC.
1: People don't, people don't understand that. Like, when you get into coaching, it sucks when you first start. Like when you're a GA and you move yourself, dude, it sucks. And when I'm talking sucks, I mean, not just from a money standpoint. Like, you are
0: living at the school,
1: sleeping in the locker room. Orzron.
0: Think about Orzron living in the weight room at Arkansas, dude.
1: Here, uh, Carrick Jackson, who used to be the head coach at Southern, told me, who's now the president of the Major League Baseball Draft League, he told me he didn't make above 30K a year until he was over 30, until he was like 32. That's
0: so sad, dude.
1: Ten years that you have to like grind and just like do the. Do- we had assistants at Richmond that were like, and again, people don't understand that the volunteer assistants for baseball you get paid via the camp money in the summer. Right,
0: right, 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 right.
1: Like if you're at if you're at LSU, like Eddie Smith, who was a volunteer hitting coach, he would get a check every summer for it was a pretty good amount because let's LSU, just say forty five
0: fifty thousand dollars.
1: LSU can get a ton of kids in there and have a good camps where they can pay a kid, pay a coach, a halfway livable salary. But if you're at like Northwestern state, if you're at uh, Southeastern and Southeastern's got a solid program, like I had buddies that um, coached at like the Ivy league and like really good schools in the Patriot league, Lehigh, um, like Lafayette.
0: Shout out CJ McCollum, by the way.
1: That's what I'm saying. And dude, like their coaches would get like a check for five grand in the summer. You can't do anything with that. Like, come on, dude. Like, I understand take your lumps, but you shouldn't suffer. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be like eating ramen noodles like you're a college student again,
0: Matt. Matt, especially when, especially when, well, especially when in the SEC. Matt, they're making over $265 million in net returns every year.
1: You're telling me the University of Florida can spend $65 million on a, a new stadium, but they can't pay a third assistant coach at least 50 grand?
0: You mean to tell me that Kevin O'Sullivan can't wear an undershirt under his uh, three-quarter sleeve pants? <laughs> Dude, did you see that dude? Didn't wear an undershirt, and he's got his thing zipped all the way down this weekend, looking, like, looking like a big fat bowl of fruity pebbles. I mean, dude, bro, he looks so bad. And then Matt, Texas A and M is paying one hundred seventy-five million for their new for for renovations. Kevin,
1: Kevin, something, you. Well, I'm not gonna say, say that.
0: it. Say it. Say uh, it. Say uh, it. Say Kevin. it.
1: And I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna be banned off Twitter, and I'm gonna get a cease and desist um, order in the mail to the station address. But we're going But I, it base college baseball is like so frustrating to watch, and it's so frustrating to cover from that aspect. And so many because I feel like there are a lot of really, really smart coaches that do really, really stupid things. Oh, dude! And, and just don't get it from a rational point of view you know like a third assistant like everybody everybody wanted to come out and say yeah like of course we need a third full-time assistant and we need like you know um another coach getting paid a decent salary and wages on the thing but when it came time to vote they were like eh, i don't really want to i'm not gonna do it
0: so stupid all right matt stay with us guys we're gonna go ahead and end it uh we are past our time here matt stay with us we'll see you guys. a hey, three-hour companion show tomorrow for the draft Um, so I'm gonna be here a long time. That's why we're gonna go ahead and end it. Matt, stay with us. We'll see you guys again soon. Uh peace out, Girl Scouts. Y'all have a good night. Play. Thank you for listening to Believe.